Well, it's it's interesting because, you know, to kind of bring it back to COVID, actually. Um, and, and I mentioned this in my last episode when I was talking about my concern with uh, some of the states starting to lift some of the restrictions um, is that it's it's almost representative of that same phenomenon, which is let's go back to, you know, five years ago. Let's put Obama 3.0 right, in office. Um, but then but you're just going back to one step before Trump. So it like with me, with with uh, like I was listening to the news and they were was talking about how uh, Cal- California is effectively right now where it was when we first started the quarantine but in terms of a vaccine there's not any there's nothing there's nothing right now so to me and and california isn't doing that although actually there are some restrictions being lifted tomorrow uh that was just announced today but if to me my you know and i'm not an expert on this but if we go back to how we were then then what stops the problem from coming back and in much the same way if we just go right back to where we were right before trump got into office who's going to stop the next trump you know trump is just one really really bad symptom oh yeah and it's oh the next guy we get is a is a is a one-eyed dan crenshaw who's a slick talking just evil human being just pure evil and who will whip up the base and we'll really have a problem. Right. Or it's Don Jr. Yeah. One of those just really <laughs> dumb people. But, you know, that's that's why I live in the woods. Like, <laughs> like I have no yeah. trust in leadership. We are lacking in leadership. Yeah. On all I, sides. I, everywhere. Yeah. I think. And, and that's where, yeah, I, I am. I'm so inspired by you and your situation because it's like, it's like you're a little, you're a literal representation of yourself in a sense. Cause you're, you're living off the grid in the woods, kind of separated from, you know, regular For the best society. I can. I'm not perfect. Right. I'm not perfect. But like I got an Amazon account. I have a cell phone. You know, I'm right. not perfect. But I mean, it took like, us like, I, I try. It took us like 45 minutes just to get this recording started. And I think that speaks to, you know, just the where you, where you are right now. It's like, it's, uh, it's little things like that. And it's sort of like politically, you're kind of in that same, in that same arena where you're like a little bit off the, um, the mainstream, you know, establishment left and right and all that. You're kind of looking at it from almost like a George, oh, yeah, you should. George Carlin kind of thing is that's kind of how he was kind of sure. outside looking yeah. in. You know, I'm married to like an anarchist. Oh, really? Like an anarchist witch. <laughs> yeah. Like she's pretty hardcore. Really? She's, she looks at me and being afraid of my, you know. Daddy, I You went pee pee. That's great. We might have to edit that out. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, no, so like my wife is a pretty pretty hardcore anarchist and was an activist in some ways in mm-hmm. her past and like so she looks at me like a you know like a commie socialist and it's like well you know you you commies killed as many anarchists as you did anybody else too so <laughs> i have a little bit of an anarchy you know a, a chomsky kind of libertarian anarchy kind of thing to me too 
kind of growing up a libertarian i i understand like what libertarians say right I, i like a lot of what the libertarians say i think people should be free but I don't believe in like capitalism or some free market allows people to be free. Right. That that's where I kind of, it's more of economics where I'm, you know, more left wing, I guess. Right. You know, I'm a weird California mix of, you know, stuff. I like guns. Right. Like, right. I don't like gun control. Right. That's dumb. Interesting because I, but so does Carl, but so does Karl Marx. You can read Karl Marx and he is, he he's had the best rendition of the Second Amendment I've ever read. Oh really? So I'll have to check it out. Oh yeah, yeah. I can. I'll send it to you. It's a, it's about like militias and it like talks about how the militia part of the Second Amendment, which we never talk about, is is in that, and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say because um, I. Well, first off, it's you know I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back again really quick because you know you and I go yeah. back. I mean, what, 20, 20 years at least, because I, I know we were yeah. in freshman we year. We almost graduated high school 20 years ago. I know, right? That's yeah. 17 years ago now, yeah. But, I, but it's also, I was going to say, uh, it's fitting that you're the first person on my show, and it only took me seven months, and I guess having the, the quarantine kind of helped because then Anchor put in this like remote recording uh, ability, but uh, you were the first person that I exchanged emails with. I still remember that because... I remember, and this was back when it was like, you know, the dial up and everything and you got to like, yeah, sound like a cash register buzzing through or something. And I remember I was watching my mom, like she was, I aming somebody and then she, she like typed and sent something. And I was like, okay, so like, when do they get that? And she's like, like right now. I was like, what? And I was like, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's like, I've always felt like we've had this sort of uh, connection of ideas in a sense. And we went a long stretch without really communicating at all. And then it's thanks to social media kind of brings people back together. But I, I, yeah. I always, I thought that you were more conservative, which I think you were saying before that you, you used to be more um, being, you know, you've got a, I think it, it's interesting. I feel like we have quasi parallel ish, like, backgrounds in terms of like we've both served but in different in different areas obviously we we have different breadth of experience but then i keep coming back to that daughters having the same birthday like that's pretty that's kind of (laughs) wild but that is wild yeah i I just i thought that was interesting like your kind of evolution through through the marine corps and then how that how that shaped kind of where you're at now yeah i'd say the longer i was in the marines and i think what started changing me uh it's like 2007, 2008, the economic collapse, I think, really changed my view on politics for sure. Like, I was, and like, kind of seeing the like disaster that was Iraq and Afghanistan right. and those years too has had a really big effect on, on my politics for sure. In, in the it's, sense it's, of, just mm-hmm. how much of a disaster it was. And right. we can't actually say that out loud. And, right. Or do anything different. Well. And still do the same thing. Right, right. And and that gets back to what you were saying about um, Biden not being that much different than Trump. And, like, for me, you know, and I was – when – part of my frustration with politics in general is – I'm not, I'm not a genius. I'm not, 
like a super well-researched guy who, who I shouldn't know more. I put it that way. Like I shouldn't be more informed than our politicians. But I mean, I was, I was 17 years old when we invaded Iraq and I knew it was stupid and wrong then just based off of being, you know, taking us history and watching the news and knowing where the threat was coming from. And we weren't going to the right country. It's like, I knew that, but Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton voted uh, and it's like, okay, yeah, we could say George W. Bush was horrible for what he did and getting us into that war, but he had to get the approval of Congress to make that happen. And uh, it it doesn't really matter who you have in the helm uh, if you've got a, you know, party full of uh, corrupt people who are going to just go along with whatever shitty thing you want to do. Yep. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I, you know, at that time, I would say that I was for it in a, it, it, with the idea that I thought I was going in the military. So if you're going to go in the military, you might as well go in when there's a war where it's probably pretty boring. Right. So I right. guess I was pretty stoked. Right. Mm-hmm. But then being in the military at that time and then meeting people who had gone to combat, got blown up, got half their head blown off and seeing that throughout my whole eight years in the Marines. Yeah. Uh, it definitely like changes you. And then when the history is actually written and the stories come out and the truth comes out, you know, I made a mistake, I guess, but I still think joining the Marines was like good for me. Mm-hmm. But uh I definitely think waging war in Iraq is is what cripples an empire kind of thing. That's like something that you just don't recover from. And we still right. have recovered. We're still there. We're still bogged down yeah. with the politics and the after right. effects of of that. And we probably will be for like my entire lifetime, I guess. You you break it, you buy it, right? Yeah, like we're still we're still dealing with uh the French and the British taking out the Ottoman Empire. We're still dealing with that. And that was a hundred years ago. That's just right. not over yet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you know, like wow. when you think about history, it really sucks. Cause that's my thing. That's I think why I'm like semi-intelligent. Cause like I read history and like multiple, you know, sides. Of right. It. And it's just, right. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Yeah. It's looking, you know, <laughs> Looking pretty bad. Well, it's like, what do they say? The history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. It rhymes, yep. It definitely, <laughs> definitely rhymes. Yeah. And it's definitely influenced by the same thing over and over again. It's like power and, right. and resources. Yeah. Now that yeah. changes. And, we, have, right. we haven't got the secret, you know, unintending metal that like saves us and cures everything and fixes our energy problems. We're still like, you know, well, fossil fuels and know, water. Right. Well, and as much as I, I mean, I was, you know, we were both very diehard Bernie Sanders um, supporters. And I, you know, as much as I really, really wanted to get him in office, even I would think to myself, how much is it really going to change? Because he's still Bernie Sanders. He's still one man. And he's, and you know, of all people, he's going to do things the right way um he's not gonna like try to make illegal executive orders or anything like that and so he still would need the help of congress and so i just i just it's gonna take so much to get to 
to where we're talking about. Oh, yeah. I just I don't know that it's no. Even do I think the world that I how want, it would ever be possible? Yeah, I, do I think the the government that I want is possible in the United States as it is right now? No, it's pretty impossible. Right, there's way too much and, money and, and power that are influencing right. us that have us you know held down by our freaking race. And I mean, just think how hard it was to get Bernie Sanders nominated. I mean, he won the first three states, and then it was just like they just came right down on him, and everybody drops out just just conveniently and time for Super Tuesday, and then he, you know, Bernie won, he's not able to split the vote anymore. Bernie won all those those states that no one had ever done before. It had never been done. Before. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. I remember and hearing he about that, won and that a huge. Yeah, what, you know, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to shit on South Carolina, right? But like, South Carolina is never going to be a blue state, at mm-hmm. least in our lifetime. Probably, it's probably not. And like them dictate, they dictated what happened. They, that's it. Gave Joe Biden a pass. It gave him the storyline going into Super Tuesday. The media gave him like right. like a hundred and seventy million dollars worth of coverage that he didn't have to pay for, and they made him right. be relevant. Everybody dropped out. Elizabeth Warren didn't drop out, and then we're done. The only saving grace right. is if 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 Bloomberg wasn't so bad in that debate, like maybe <laughs> cuts off more of the vote from vote for Biden and we do better. But that didn't happen because Bloomberg right. was a disaster. Um, which, you know, I'm right. Glad he's not the guy either. I don't want another Republican versus a Republican. That's, you know. Right. Uh, right. Um, well, yeah, it's just, it's just frustrating because it's like, I just think <laughs> I'm just thinking about how, how much was put in the way of getting Bernie Sanders who, and, and, you know, and to be fair, I mean, the, the youth didn't turn out either, which was disappointing. I, I thought well, that he was going to stir up more. He turned out that but just the numbers of old people also turned out there's the only state right. that didn't have you know once the COVID 19 stuff out the numbers have shrunken but um before all mm-hmm. that the health issues kicked off the only state that didn't have a huge turnout was iowa that's it everybody else had record you know turnout mm-hmm. virginia had a huge turnout right it was like almost double mm-hmm. so oh yeah, really they usually was like 700 something thousand. They had like 1.3 million people vote. So an insane amount of people. But I think part of that is because there's a mm. large portion of people in that part of the country that are former like Trump supporters that are just like, well, we're going to go with what we know. And that's Joe Biden. So right. That's why I think Joe Biden probably will beat Trump. That's because people know. But yeah. they did not want Bernie Sanders because he is the opposite yeah. of what they want. They want Joe Biden. They can deal with Joe Biden. They have since 1972. Right, but, right. You know, he's... and that's kind of a human nature thing too, right? Like you just you're comfortable with what you're you're used to, you know. And I guess uh, for me, I it's it's just frustrating that I just thinking how much. I mean, how close yet? How so far? They're they're actually. I mean, after we won the first three states, I actually was like, I, I was thinking to myself, he he might win. Like he might be the nominee. I'm never, I never up until that point actually really considered that he might win. And I was like, wow, he 
he might actually be the nominee and then he might actually like what if, what if you know what if this would be like a dream come true and and again even if he became president the road would still be so far and and high um <laughs> but we couldn't even get that i mean we couldn't even get that first step yeah. so it's like the best we the best we got out of it is he's inspired a movement and yep. you know a movement's great but i i don't we need yeah i would rather something tangible i would rather see the fight in the white house from bernie fighting all sides because he'd be fighting the democrats too i'd rather see the him and right right whoever's like no i don't know i don't know who the future for like the left or the progressives or progressives whatever we're calling it in the united states um the future is rokana afc sadly alano mars uh, you know refugee camp so she can't be the president. I would vote for Alain mm. Omar over. So the future right. is bleak yeah. for the progressives. Super, super bleak. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe a third party will be born at some point of uh, disgruntled revolutionary people, I guess. Uh, there's a, you know, I don't, who knows? You know, who knows if we we have an election in November? I'm still right. I know. You know, who knows what yeah. happens this next surge COVID nineteen deaths? Like things could get super, super, right. super weird. You know what happens when yeah. more militia members in Michigan or whoever state name a state start taking over more state capitals? And what if they start shooting people? Yeah, babe. Yeah. I'm almost done. I'll come play with you in a little bit, okay? That's a good that's a good cue. I I would never try to keep a dad from yeah. playing with his kid. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what the future is, but uh you know, I'll talk to you about it again. Definitely, yeah. Um That would be great. This is def- this has been a very good Good ice-breaking yeah. conversation. Yeah, I've enjoyed this. Um, yeah. And we barely even touched on QAnon. I actually oh, pulled up do, the page when you whole, told me about it. We should I, do a whole sh- – Yeah. I've li- I, I just actually started listening to some podcasts that are all like people who debunk QAnon. And it's like <laughs> – Oh, it's so crazy. Oh, really? It's crazy stuff. They're out of their minds. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll give us something to look forward to because I, I said you um, you told me about it. And then just before we started talking, I just kind of was looking over the page. But, uh, you know, there was so much other stuff to to catch up on. So uh, that'll be something that we can look yeah. forward to. And, of course, any other current current news or events of interest, which there are never a I'm shortage of. making fun of more conservatives and liberals. I'm super into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it I do constantly good. Yeah. in my brain, but to myself usual because my wife doesn't <laughs> want to hear about it anymore. Right. Hey, you know that's what the that's what's great about the I podcast. It's like therapy into a into a mic. <laughs> well, cool. It was nice talking to you. Thanks a lot for uh, for tuning in here. I'm excited to see how this how this venture with trying to get into YouTube videos turns out. Uh, I will be talking again with you very soon. Uh, 
please take care of yourself and each other. And remember, don't be afraid to question the consensus.